Blog Talk Radio. Come on, praise him if you know the blood still works. It was shed over 2,000 years ago, but it's still saving right now. It's still healing right now. Come on, praise him because the blood still works.
Praise God, you are listening to Global Gospel. We have a little technical difficulty uh, going on here, but uh, certainly we do want to share with you our theme scripture, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. And certainly today we are reaching out to those that are lost. We are reaching out uh, to encourage you to find Jesus and to seek him while he may be found. We are encouraging those that already uh, know Christ to just be encouraged to stay with him in these times like this. Our theme, Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world have blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. So we come with no other message on today but that of Jesus Christ and him crucified. And certainly we want you to know that you can be encouraged, that you can be healed, that you can be delivered, that you can be saved and set free through the blood of Jesus. As our theme song said, the blood still works. And we listen to J.J. Hairston and Youthful Praise, and we know that the blood will never lose its power. We do have a special guest in studio with us on today, and certainly I know that it will be a blessing uh, to each and every one of you, uh, you can reach out to us on social media, on Facebook, on Instagram, or on Twitter. Um, later on, we'll open up the line, so you take down this number. You can call us at 619-924-0800, 619-924-0800, and you can call in when we open up the line. Um, our special guest. Um, our theme today, uh, which I'll share with you after we take this break, break and our guests will be with us, but uh, this next song that we will hear is uh, Pastor Shirley Caesar, and I think it is fitting for our theme on today, and after this song, I will be back with our uh, very special guest. Stay tuned. You're listening to Global Gospel. I'm your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend. Go, ye therefore, and teach all nations. Go, go, go. Go, ye therefore, and teach all nations go, 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 baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and Holy My, my sheep 
here for 40 days it was nearing the time that he must go back to the father and the Bible gives us to know that one day out on a lowly hill with 11 disciples standing around him no doubt one of the disciples said Lord must you go Jesus said if I go not the comforter will not come but in the meantime I'm not going to leave you comfortless but I want you to go ye therefore and teach all nations and I want you to baptize them in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things. Go, 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 ye Just say hello, special guest. Hello, everybody. God bless. Okay, and let me tell you a little bit about our special guest uh, on this afternoon in the person of Reverend Dr. Noreen Davis. She is a mentor, sister, friend, author, teacher, and visionary of Fresh Winds Ministry. Uh, she is known for the deliverance mantle on her life under her anointed teaching and preaching Many people have been set free from pains, wounds, and have brought into a spiritual have been brought into a spiritual and wholesome lifestyle. She was initially ordained in 1984, and certainly she has been a part of numerous seminars, conferences, uh, revivals uh, uh, within the United States and abroad. And certainly now she is currently under the spiritual covering of overseer. Sally Lloyd, who is the senior pastor of New Hope Institutional Church in Amityville, New York, and she's also uh, been mentored by many others in ministry. And so we are glad today that she took time out of her busy schedule, and that's all I'm going to say. I'll let her say the rest. Uh, but so she, she took time out of her busy schedule just to um, join with us 
this afternoon. So how are you, Reverend Dr. Davis? I am blessed and highly favored, so humbled that you have allowed me to come on your platform. Very exciting to see you just growing and just doing what thus say the Lord. Amen. Amen. And um, certainly we have uh, been in fellowship for kind of like one of those people like you don't remember not knowing, so you can't really say how long (laughs) you've known each other, (laughs) but uh, we're grateful yes. that uh, we are able to fellowship again on uh, this level uh, for the first time. And so our topic here today is um, the Great Commission. And um, mm-hmm. I I know that, um, well, first of all, what would you like the people to know about you that I didn't say? Well, I just want them to understand that. Uh, evangelism is very important part of my life and you know as you get past a certain age you know you um, and you've been uh, saved for quite a long time you know we, we take a little things more seriously now than before we have more time behind us than we do ahead of us so um, this is a excellent topic that um, I think needs to be discussed in a little in debt because we just smooth over it sometime and don't understand the mantle that is so important that we as evangelists, even as what we do, every Christian who is a believer, a blood washed believer needs to know that they are evangelists. Wow. That, that is, that is so important because um, sometimes we get uh, the actual, uh, Commission uh, mixed up with mm-hmm. the title, and certainly the title has uh, does not uh, stop us from doing what we should be doing, as you said, as Christians. Um, so right. uh, tell us, um, how did you become, when did you uh, become uh, passionate about evangelism? Because this is not something that you just do here in the continental United States. You've been other places as well, correct? Yes, I've been to Haiti three times. Uh, wow, I've been to Jamaica, I've been to Ghana, and, you know, it is um, a whole different other uh, ministry when you go abroad. Uh, you know, people come back when they say they went to, to Haiti and they went to Jamaica, they, they ministered to thousands of people. Yeah, they do. And the thing about it is because they are hungry for Christ. And it's nothing to minister to a thousand people, two thousand people fill a stadium um, because they know number one that we are coming from the state, and number two that we are bearing gifts, and number three we have a word in our mouth for them. Okay, and and so um, now the difference that of course there's a difference in what you would say here and what you say abroad, and. Um, here, what what do you think is um, the the message that people are looking for here, and when it, when is it appropriate? Well, first of all, before that, when is it appropriate for us to evangelize? Are, are we to, um, to is this limited? I know it's not limited to church, but sometimes people uh, take evangelism out of context, and they are not exactly uh, clear on what evangelism is. Can you just clear that up for us? Sure. We can use by the example of the Great Commission. What is the Great Commission? What is it? When when you ask 
a a uh, an evangelist or you ask a minister or you know coming up and you ask them what is the great commission they most of the time they can't even tell you where it is so is it bible based is it a you know um it, it's it's the difference um that we have to know that the great commission that we as blood washed believers uh are supposed to know is is when we read Matthew 28:19 and 20 that Jesus gave this commandments to us he gave to the, the the apostles shortly before he ascended into heaven. So the main part is is that for me is to make disciples. He left that for us to say make disciples. How do we make disciples? By the by the instructions that he left is to baptize, teach, and then to go. You know what I mean? We don't even. Uh, a look at that scripture like that. It's just something that we say, and sometimes they don't even know when you ask them what is the Great Commission. Right. So what and, are you and, carrying the title for? Right, and that's so true. And the thing about evangelism is um, people, uh, like I said, it's, it's not about going to church, but, like, your light has to shine, you know, wherever you yeah. are, if you're at work, and it's not that you uh it's not that you pull out the Bible at work and say, Okay, I'm gonna take a text <laughs> but but your <laughs> your light your light should be shining and people and if your light is shining, people will be drawn to you wherever you are, on the train, on the bus, yes. at work, in the in the supermarket, people will be drawn to you and sometimes people will sit down next to you and tell you their whole life story on the plane or wherever you That's are. Right. So uh, okay. it's important that our light shines wherever we are. Yes, and that and that means that absolutely, and and a, and a disciple is someone who who is receiving the instruction right from the other person who is Jesus Christ. We're emulating him. So why wouldn't we uh, be? A, why is our churches so empty? If we have thousands of of evangelists in house sitting with their red bottom shoes on and their pretty decorative suits on, but don't know what a track is to draw people to Christ. Right, that is that is so true, and I think um, I don't know. Maybe we've gotten too relaxed, or, or because I mean, you've been abroad where there's thousands of people, and so um, what do we have here that they don't have across the ocean? Um, I I, I want to say the prevalence of other, um, you know, like witchcraft, voodoo. We have those things, but we're we are so much in a capsule okay. that we, you know, once we, you know, we have a friend that knows how to pray, so they'll pray and and I'll get delivered, and I don't have to worry about it. They'll do it for me. I don't have to go. They they said they'll pray for me. You know, there it's 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 life or death. They really they really know that they are fighting against principalities. Right. So we're so we're kind of um, I guess you could say we're we're desensitized here a little bit. Uh, yes. Maybe maybe to our surroundings. Uh, but but you know we have a lot of issues here. Um, and like uh, now recently, um, this mass shooting thing. You know, everywhere we turn, there's a mass shooting. It's over here one minute, then it's over there. It's at school. Mm-hmm. It's in the church. It's at the concert. It's everywhere. And and. I think we're sleeping. Excuse me? Yes, we can't. 
I think that we are sleeping okay. spiritually. Okay. Um, because in in Acts one and eight is 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 also a part of the the Great Commission, and it says, "But you will receive power when the Holy Ghost come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, and, and Samaria, and all." Well, I'm, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but but right. my thing is that it enables by the power of the Holy Ghost. So if we are are, are sleeping, and we're not enabled, and we're not watchful, then that gets into a whole nother thing of where's our watchmen and where's our gatekeepers? Mm. That sounds pretty church. sick. This would be nowhere. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. So we, I think we have. Um, Lost that part of the spiritual empowerment that we always speak about is the Holy Ghost, but he's not activated all the time. Because I couldn't understand how, you know, the shooting in the churches will go on and no one, your gatekeepers or your watchmen, allowed that to come in. That's That's true. I mean, you would think that somebody, I mean, well, we know God, you know, works through every situation, but you know, just the, the, the first natural response is, "Well, how come anybody didn't pick this up?" You know, you know mm-hmm. that's your your first response. Somebody did. Somebody see something and and not act on it. Um, but we mm-hmm. do have to watch and pray. Um, you know, as a yeah. as a security measure. You know, okay, everybody. You know, we may go go to the altar and pray, but listen, somebody's got to. Pay attention, you know, to what's what's That's going right. on here. You know, we can't be um, that caught up yeah. that we're not aware of our surroundings. Right, and the, the command in the Great Commission is to make disciples means to teach and to train people to follow and obey Christ and to be watchful mm-hmm. spiritually. Mm-hmm. And we, because you know, I, I've been, I've visited a whole lot of churches, and we, um, and and I can walk in, and and the whole the whole clergy uh, staff in the in the whole church is sitting in one group. They know exactly if I come to your church two times, and all your clergy is on one left hand side of the of the church, and everybody don't even look back, then you need to have some some um, you know strategic. Sitting, placing that that if an enemy comes and and uh, something happens, who who is going to be able to to do that? How many churches have armed uh, police officers or detectives that are trained in their churches? So when we collect all this money in our church, the enemy is sly. The enemy still comes. That's why it says when you're making disciples, it is important that we teach. And, and and so how do we um how do we uh grab a hold to this and teach this new generation because um you know previous generations you know church was was you know kind of like embedded as part of what you do and certainly we have a generation today that is questioning everything they're curious about everything they are desensitized and the studies show that um this this generation that we're in they're most likely to not have any 
type of religious affiliation. So it's not that we don't have to worry about them uh, not being Baptist or Presbyterian or Pentecostal or that they're going to go to the other side, that they're going to be a Buddhist or that they're going to be a, a follow uh, some other strange doctrine. They have no regard for any type of religion. So what do we do about this? How, how do we uh, address this in evangelism? Well, in a, as an evangelist, our job is is as God's interpreter. So they're going the 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 Generation X or whatever they call them now, it coming up behind you and behind, well, you're behind me. So you, them behind you, <laughs> behind both of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know we have to we have to lead a godly life. And take time to be holy. We, we, you can get anything on the internet, but they want to see what we do and how we act and how we respond, and are we truly walking the walk and the talk that we say? That's how we're going to evangelize them, and not always by uh, every uh, every young person today. They don't want to be on the choir. The music doesn't always draw them. Some right now we are praying for teachers to teach. They just want, because everything you say and everything that we do, they Google. Because I do that. (laughs) That don't sound right. Let me me Google that because that don't even sound right today. We Google, we You know, let them come as they are. (laughs) Yes. Oh, Siri. Oh, yeah. Okay. Google's there. Okay. Siri and Alexa. Oh, oh. Yeah, right. <laughs> right? But it's so imperative. If we are walking the walk, then we need to continue to walk the walk. We do not, um, we cannot waver because in this season, in this season, you know, you have to really, if you say you're walking holy, you need to be walking holy because somebody will take a picture, someone will or, or videotape you and say, and this is what Christ looks like. We have to make disciples. So if they see what we do, then they will emulate just like we emulate people, and we did when we came into Christ, then, oh, they want me to look like this. Let me do this until we got the relationship that we needed with Christ. Evangelism is not dead. It is still alive. And I and I feel that if we just be honest and truthful and 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 not allow people to come to our church, visit our church and then tell them everything is going to be okay and then it's and then without a process, then guess what? They're going to leave. That's why our church is on growing. We have to be honest. No, it's not going to be easy. You give your Christ, your life to Christ, and guess what? We're going to work through this thing. We're going to meet you at your need. That's what needs to be. That's reality, not um, um, you give your life to Christ and everything's going to be great and he's Santa Claus in the sky. No, that's not working with the young adults and, and, and people coming to Christ today. That is that is so true, and so um, also you have um, taken in your evangelism has caused you to do other things than just uh, preach the gospel. You are an author, and yes. so what 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 has 
uh, the author and you express to the reader? Well, my my first book that was uh, released uh, last year was "If You Can't Stand the Heat, Get Out the Kitchen." Um, and if I said, Reverend, what is that? It's a journey of a a plant, a church and ministry planter. And it, it tells us, you know how we have all these little churches popping up and, and you know, I'm going to go on my own and I'm going to do, you know. And I and I'm, I wrote it because uh, I've been there. I did that. And I didn't understand completely. Everybody is not a pastor. Mm-hmm. Everybody is, uh, cannot lead like that. A shepherd heart, you have to have that, and you have to be sure. Not to just say, that uh, we are not compassionate, no, but there is a certain kind of gift to to manage church folk. <laughs> I call it OPP, other people's personality, and some of mm. us just don't have that. And this is what this book came out of, is that I couldn't stand the heat, so I had to get out the kitchen. I truly did. Uh, but I have a power ministry that works alongside of churches that assist them in certain things where they do do where they lack. Okay. And so the, the pastors call me in to, to teach certain uh, protocols and to teach certain things. And this, this book um, – teaches us that the harvest is definitely plentiful, but the workers are few. So it gives you a guideline on what to expect and the strategies uh, and the pitfalls that can happen in ministry. And then on my second book is a 21-day spiritual vitamin for the soul. And this is for a new believer coming into Christ or or either those who don't read the Bible all the time or study or whatever it might be. 21 days um, in the secular means that um, a habit can either form or change. So this is just a, a – uh, I want to read this quick part for you because it's very short. And right. it's just this, – this book, this book um, – it will help you to come from behind the mask that we wear daily. You know the ones that we wear. Oh, I read my Bible today. I'm 24. I'm in Christ all day long. No, you're lying. But these <laughs> special vitamins, you know, will empower us to remove the plastic personalities, the artificial lives we portray to each other. You know, we're so deep, but our whole house is a mess. And our life is a mess and it's chaotic. But these scriptural vitamins will help us to um, look in the mirror at ourselves and to grow spiritually. It's nothing deep. It helps you to to write down a uh, write down a word. Um, you have a power boost word. Uh, let's say like focus. You know, it's like a work. It's like a workbook. Word focusing. Yes, it's yes, like I a have workbook. it, so I'm, I'm going to spray this. It's like a workbook. It, you know, it helps you. Yes, uh, you know the word. Yes, it helps you. And it's so exciting to know that in 21 days, I was asking the Lord, why I got to be 21? Why can't it be 30 or, or 40 or 50 days? You know, they do the fast. He said, no, 21 days, that's all it takes for you to get in the habit of uh, 
learning a word. At least you'll know one scripture. At least you'll understand that when I think about focus, I can look at this scripture and say, oh, yeah, I know that word. It is keeping me focused. Yeah, we must keep our eye on Jesus. (laughs) You know, Hebrews 12 and 2. So, you know, it's just a workbook to just guide us. Nothing deep, very simple to encourage, you know, to encourage us. Because some people don't go to Sunday school. Some people don't go to the um, Bible study on Wednesday. Maybe that might encourage them to go to be hungry and thirst after righteousness. Wow, that's uh, well put. Uh, We are going to take a break, and I do want to come back and revisit something that you said about uh, your first book. Um, I do want to take a break. Our number in studio is 619-924-0800. Our special guest, Reverend Dr. Noreen Davis. Our topic today, the Great Commission. And certainly um, we are being blessed uh, by words of wisdom. And we just want you to uh, stay tuned. Uh, and you can call in if you like a qu- if you have a question, comment, or concern. Uh, call in, and we'll be right back. Hang on in there. Just don't give up. Hang in there. Townsend in studio is Reverend Dr. Noreen Davis. Uh, we're talking about the Great Commission. And um, if perhaps you missed the first part, uh, you can certainly log on at two in the two o'clock hour, which just is just in a few minutes, and you can listen to the show in its entirety uh, from uh, start to uh, to finish. And so I just want to say um, you did mention something about your first book, and you said that everybody is not a pastor, um, and certainly. I don't want to. I don't want to go too far into this, but um, mm-hmm. the, the fivefold ministry does exist. And um, you know, reading your Bible, you're saying that you, uh, you came into the prophetic. Uh, but uh, you said everybody's not a pastor, and certainly, I think it's very important that we know, um, with go, along with the Great Commission, and once you've been converted, and once you've uh, been baptized, and uh, once you've been taught all these things, that certainly you said something earlier about relationship. Uh, it's important that you do have your own personal relationship with Jesus Christ and that you do not imitate somebody else's gift or try to operate in somebody else's anointing because 
Um, I think a lot of people, you said other people's personalities, and a lot of people, you know, people experience personality crisis are real, and I know that you um, do have a degree in psychology, correct? Yes. And so um, a lot of times people in church or in ministry try to do things that they are not called to do, and it and it yes. doesn't work. Um, what can you say to encourage someone to operate in their own gift? Well, it it is so important. In Philippians 2 and 5, it says, In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Jesus Christ. In an intimate time with God, he will speak to you and direct you on who you are and whose you are. We can't walk in other people's footsteps. You have your own gifting. You have your own calling. When it looks easy, it is not. I can say that because I know that we depend on, you know, we depend on, oh, I can do that. I can get my family to come. Oh, I can preach like that. I can mimic them. Let me look at their videos. Oh, yeah, I can do that. No. You have to be sincere and cherish your relationship with God. You have to be very sure your calling is from God and not from man. Sometimes positions and opportunities are offered that have more to do with our motives and dreams of people than the plan of God. Mm. And we when we take it when it's offered sometimes. Yes. Yes. All right. Okay. And sometimes it, we have to know. We have to know in our heart. And you know, sometimes I think, oh, how am I going to tell them? Oh, that that I made a mistake. Look in the mirror and say, God never makes a mistake. It was me. <laughs> mm. Own up to it. Own up to it. Time is too short. Own up to it. And once you and and the thing about it is is that everybody is 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 just not called to to do that. But there's other places in in the body of Christ that that you will be. I found that I am a teacher rather than a, a pastor. You can lead, but. You have to know for yourself, once you get in it, make sure that you're sure that God called you to that thing, because it will prosper. Doors will open. It really will. I've never been the same since I realized and how God has blessed me so in my teaching. And that's part of the Bible ministry. I don't, everybody don't have to be apostle. Everybody don't have to be all those, you know. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you you just got license and now you want to be a apostle. You, you know, seek God's face. Seek God's face. That That's all I can say. And ministry can be fun. Ministry can be exciting. It will take you all the places that your heart desire is. Just study yourself to be approved, though, because this is a new season. You just can't do what they used to do back in the day, and we wouldn't say nothing. Now we have the knowledge and the power so God can use us too. So be very sure your calling is from God. Right. 
Amen. Well put. So um, with that said, we, we're coming to the close of the hour, and certainly time has gone by so fast. I do want you to uh, just share with our uh, listening audience if they um, need to uh, contact you, if they need to purchase a book or two books or both books, or certainly if they need you for a workshop, or you can tell about your ministry uh, that you have that assists other ministries. Just tell us how we can contact you first. Well, you can go on my website, reverendnoreendavis.com. All my information is there. I have a booking um, <clears throat> package. I'm very simple. Um, you know, I love teaching the Word of God, giving instruction. Uh, I am. I'm also a preacher, so don't don't get that twisted. But um, right. <laughs> my heaviness is in teaching, and um, you can call me at six three one five three two six five nine two. And again, my website is reverendnoreendavis.com, and you can purchase the books there, or you can purchase the books on Amazon.com. And um, I look forward to hearing from you. I appreciate the platform today. Right. Well, anybody you would like to shout out on this afternoon? I want to shout out to Overseer Sally Lord. I want to shout out to Apostle Andre Cook and to all my uh, church family at, at New Hope. love them dearly. So God bless you. Thank you so much again for having me on your platform. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, and uh, you can give us your uh, conclusion of the uh, summation of the Great Commission or your final thoughts for the day that you'd like to leave with uh, listeners. And then you can close us in uh, prayer. Amen. I just want to just leave with everyone that, oh, oh and also I will be teaching um, at New Hope Institutional Bible College. Uh, I will be um, teaching a class on relational evangelism uh, this year, starting September the 18th. You can um, reach out to the Bible College at um, 631-789-2544. And we also are having a, a prophetic release conference September 27th and 28th, and on Saturday, the 28th of September, I will be the facilitator on the, for the symposium, and we're going to be discussing um, soul ties. Okay. So I well, hope that everyone could come out. Okay, before we Angel move on, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm curious, and, and uh, briefly, but I want everybody to attend the class. So what is relational evangelism? It's going to it's going to encompass how do we get the lost souls into the house. Okay. Okay. Now if you want to know the rest, Amen. you have to go to the class. Amen. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> and I tell you you will not be the same. I tell you, you will not be the same. You, it will also encompass a part of uh, how to uh, have a street ministry for your church. Mm, okay. 
that's much needed. Mm-hmm. I, we don't see much. Of, we don't see much of that anymore. Uh, so no, that's important. Okay. A lot of information that we will be. It will be a blessing. It really will. Okay. So I'm okay. I'm excited about evangelism. I'm exciting how what God is about to do. So with that being said, God is almighty and all-powerful, and let him do the work that is in you. He said that we will do a greater work, so I'm expecting a greater work for the kingdom of God. Awesome. Well, again, we thank you, uh, Reverend uh, Davis, uh, for sharing with us on this uh, Saturday afternoon, and uh, we pray that someone was uh, definitely enlightened and that they were encouraged to attend the class, to study more, to read more, uh, to yeah. have that personal relationship, uh, because that is so important uh, that you do uh, find yourself and know your uh, what your gift is and what your calling is, and otherwise you'll just end up being a shipwreck, and uh, there's a yeah. lot of shipwrecks out there. So, mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing with us. Um, Thank you. With that being said, uh, you can close us in prayer. Remember to uh, listen to Global Gospel on Saturdays from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at www.blogtalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel. And the links are on Facebook and Twitter at Global Gospel. Thank you. Amen. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for allowing us this conversation even now, oh God. Use us like never before, spreading the gospel, oh God, knowing, oh God, that the kingdom work is never tiresome and never without merit. So, God, we thank you even now, and we bless global, bless this radio broadcast. Go for miles and from over the countries and over the world. God, we Thank you for his diligence. We thank you, O oh God, for Reverend Lamar. Bless him in everything that his hand puts his hand to, and we say that it is so. So to him who is able to keep you from, from stumbling and to, to present you before his glorious presence without fault and with great joy to the only God, our Savior, be glory, majesty, power, and authority through Jesus Christ our Lord before all ages, now and forevermore. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you.
that you think you cannot fly. I know your skies are dark. You think the sun won't shine. In case you don't know, but the word of God is true. And everything he promised, he will do it for you. That's the reason I say. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Jumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Jumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.